Warning, you never know what's going to pop out of our mouth. We may or may not use inappropriate language. But you, if you know us, you can guarantee we probably are. Warning. This is the first time listening to us. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to our podcast. Earlier today, we interviewed Emma. We did. Let's give that a listen. Joel did the questioning. Mm-hmm. And she did the answering. And this is her perspective and her point of view. We have Emma here. Emma, say hi. Hi. So, Emma. What grade are you in? Second grade, and my teacher's name is Miss Olson. Awesome. And she's my favorite teacher because she brings parties, and I really like them. Mm Mm-hmm. And And she always helps us do math and stuff, just in case we don't even know. Mm -hmm. And what kind of books does your teacher read to you? Um, kind of books, like, like ones, like, like, like the mother has a, has no hair mm-hmm. and a bit, bit from, from the hospital, like stuff. Awesome. It's a really good book and it really makes you happy awesome. or, or it makes you happy cry. So she reads you lots of kind books. Yes. So you, you love your school, right? Yes. Yeah. Because I get to see my friends and stuff. Awesome. So, how does it make you feel when you hear that other schools have bad things happen where somebody comes in and harms your like other classmates and adults? How does that make you feel? I'm sad because then I can't go to my school, then I can't see my friends. Yeah. So, what kind of drills? So like do do does your school do any preparations for if there's incidences at your school? We line up and then we go outside and then we lock all the doors and and then we gotta wait till the beep is stopped mm-hmm. and then then and then the teacher call names mm-hmm. and stuff. That's our file fire drill. Okay. And we always do that now. Now it's like Mrs. B's one. We just line up mm-hmm. and then she only do you guys names in. do you guys do it a lot more than yeah, what you used to we wait for the fire drill to stop and then mm-hmm. it stops um we get inside and we always do um science first every time awesome and, hey yeah. so what was it that you told mommy that 
if a bad person came in with a gun, what would what's your idea of how you could protect yourself? Um, that will that's a good question because um you probably you have extra shield probably that will help you. What kind it, of what kind of thing could shield you, you think? Um a table just in case um they have a gun, you have to go under tables. That's how mm-hmm. I do mm-hmm. probably and probably I would just get a table and go under and they still find me. I would just bend it and the gun will be gone and then I got the gun. And then I would just just pin the toilet, just wash it away. Wash the gun away. Yeah. That's a that's good how idea. I do it. Yeah. Make them go away. Yeah. Well, okay. I got one more question, okay? Okay, because I'm cold right now. Yeah. So to everybody out there in the world, what is some advice that you can give to help people be kinder to others? Um, that's a good question, but I got another good question first. What? So someone says, are, are you going to chase me? Um, I would just say no and walk away. Because you don't want to chase. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like people and stuff, I don't want to. So, but what would you say to somebody if somebody's struggling with being kind? What kind of advice would you give them? I would say, hey, don't do that. You may um, go to the principal office if you like fight other people, but you won't um, be kind. Um, you go to the principal office. So you're saying if somebody's not kind, that you need to remind them to be kind, right? Yes. Okay. So what's your opinion on guns as a little one? Um, what is that again? What, do you like guns or not like guns? I do not like guns because probably will kill people or make them die or something. Very right. Very right. What could we do? Like even mommy, grandma, and everybody out there, your teachers, everybody that are helpers out there. What can we do to help you guys, the kids, better? What could we do? We could just be kind to them, then they could be kind to us, and then we could be like friends. Oh, so like everybody can be and get along? Yes. Mm-hmm. So do you think, because this is a big word, do you think that if adults respect children and children respect adults, is that... Is yes. That, mm, I got one more, okay? Okay. Because I know you have a good opinion on this, okay? Okay. So... How do you feel about this this standard? Do you think girls and boys are supposed to only like girls? Like girls are only supposed to like girl stuff and boys are only supposed to like yeah, boy like stuff? Yeah, like I saw two boys love each other and mm. then they got married. Yeah. I think they could because yeah. the girl to girl can be it and boy to boy can be it. But yeah. they don't want to... Then it could be like boy and girl if they want. So whatever they want, right? Yeah. And so if, so for instance, like you, so if you want to like boy stuff, you can like boy stuff, right? Yeah. Like I like Minecraft and stuff like playing video games and stuff. Mm -hmm. Just like a boy, but I was a little girl. I liked princesses, but not anymore. I like Minecraft and a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And I don't like superheroes. 
and any and anybody can like whatever they want, right? Yes. Yeah. Like someone bullied each other, I would just tell a teacher mm-hmm. and just call on someone, mm-hmm. just in case they'd like got in a big fight, like they've been kicking or punching and stuff. Yeah, that would be bad. Be kind to each other and be kind to your friends and be helpful to your friends. Love it. Thank Bye, you. guys. <laughs> She's pretty smart, huh? She is. Um, I think she has the idea more than some other people out there in this world. So she yeah. gets she gets it. She does get it. Back to back to back to back to back shootings. We've talked about it multiple times. Eno- yeah. Enough is enough. I feel like we've been here way too many times. Yes. I mean, you would think how, you know, we talked about this privately, but how they would treat, how they treated 9-11, they would treat the shootings, like, right? Like, it's like America's under attack, but we're under attack by within our own. But it's like, you'd think that they would sit there and protect and do the same things that they took to do that. And they, you just haven't seen nothing. Nothing like that being done. More than 348,000 students have experienced gun violence at school since Columbine. Yeah, that was in the 90s. 99. There have been 376 school shootings since 1999. Since 1999. And these are just school shootings. These are not shootings at the mall, at any other location. This is at schools. This last Friday on March 31st, parents formed a walkout, a U.S. national walkout on Friday. Our schools were in spring break. Yes. I believe California was in spring break. Yeah. So we weren't able to participate in that. We would have. We would have for sure. So instead, what we did was we we kind of pretty much shoved it in everybody's face. We just shared our support constantly that day. Constantly. Like every hour. Oh, constantly. Yes. Um, Whether or not it was getting taken down or not. Yeah, we even got it, our stuff taken down. Just kept going. Yep. And we, we kept on going and we were like, this is something we're passionate about. Yep. This is something that we believe in. And we got a violation on mm-hmm. our social media. One, one, one app took down one of our videos. Um, another one did a violation and it was crazy. And we just, I told Joel, we're, we're going to just keep on posting until they suspend our account. Well, and I feel like I definitely had, um, I don't know, because I go through my own stuff, but I've had a, I would like to say it a wake up call or something to where it's like really kicking me into gear where the things that I'm passionate about, I'm, you're going to see me start fighting for it. Hardcore. Because enough's enough. And I'm tired of us having to sit here and fight for this bullshit and fight for 
rights and fight for the right thing to be done. Mm -hmm. That being putting children first in this scenario Mm -hmm. and not a weapon. Yeah. So one of the things that we got a violation for, it was a while ago. Yeah. This incident happened a while ago. And the whole reason why we were bringing it to light is because those students did the right thing during the time that um, this was happening. Yes, they were taking notes. They were being aware of what this person was saying because this person was declaring that they were police, the sheriff's department, you know, Mm -hmm. they're here. You guys are safe. Come out, open the door. Yeah. And um, I believe it was either a teacher or another or a fellow student who said, no, we do not feel comfortable. Sorry, we don't know. And then this person said, I could show you my badge, bro. And they dropped the word bro. And the kids being very smart and with the talk, they're like, he, this person said, bro, nope, this is no good. This is not a good situation. Bail. Let's bail. And they did. They were like, let's get the F out. So she found this video, thought it was very a good thing to like knowledge to have that knowledge yeah because so that way if this were to happen to anybody else at any other school they can be aware of the behavior the the words they're using and you have to be self-aware of this stuff Mm -hmm. that's going on and so it's not she's not spread we're not spreading it to what glamorize it or glorify it is what people would say. We are just spreading it so that people are informed, informed and, and aware. educated. Because yes. one thing is, when we talk to Emma, she doesn't tell us how they train for such occasion. She doesn't let us know, you know, hey, this is the drill we did. You know, they didn't say, you know, be quiet all the way around. They, she doesn't tell us any of those things. I feel like as parents, we're going to have to educate our children and try to teach them how to do the drills if your school is not doing it. And I just think it sucks that that's the new normal, that we have to do that. But we have to do it for right now because nothing is being done. Nothing is being done. We as individuals can say what we think individually it's not nothing's going to be done you have to i i listen to these politicians one by one say things that's 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 great but when are you when are you going to come together and do something right And the other thing that's asked backwards is how we're creating things, which which, it's going to make me sound bad, but which is fine and all. But this is the way I look at it. The moment you start making a market of something, that being bulletproof vests for children's school bags, that being pull out walls to make a room for children to go and hide in once you make that a profitable thing and they don't want it to go away that should click in everybody's head what's really going on and that's scary like it's we've talked about this 
not this per se, but the similar scenario of the market and the profitable and what these big people are about. It's all about money. It is all about money. And so just really pay attention and behind the scenes of what's going on and don't stop talking about this. Don't stop being invested in this because. And don't wait for, <clears throat> don't wait for it to happen again. Right. Don't wait. The time is now. We act now. We have got to do something now. We can't wait for another one. And I have to say this. It doesn't matter if it happened at a Christian private school. It doesn't happen if it happened at a public school. It doesn't happen. It doesn't matter. What matters is it happened. That's what matters is that it happened. It could have been prevented and should have been prevented. And there's ways to do that. 100% there's ways to do that. So as we mentioned, the only way we were able to support last Friday was on the 31st on the 31st was to try to spread awareness spread knowledge spread knowledge mm -hmm. get everything out there mm -hmm. so the first um, be activists yeah 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 because yeah. we're fucking fed the fuck up yeah we are so the first one we did we tried to bring awareness of what was going on we shared the image the images of the children um, having to be walked. Um, and the thing I got to say is if you have a problem with that being shared, that's a problem in yeah. itself. That, yeah. Then, 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 then we need to really do fucking something about it. If it's a problem for you to witness that as a U.S. American mm -hmm. these days, if it's a problem, do something about it. So we already mentioned the stats of the school shootings, right? So there have been more than 130 mass shootings just this year. Mm -hmm. We're only in the beginning of April. Mm -hmm. And this is just from data that was from last week. We have no idea right now. Right. And a lot of things aren't reported. There's and even hoax where people will say that they're going to shoot up the school. So then the school goes under and then there's not actually a school shooting. But even though that terrifies children and they go, they go through the fear, they go through that emotion, they go through that unknown feeling. In each last three years, there have been more than 600 mass shootings, almost two a day on the average. That's really two disturbing. Two a day. That's disturbing. So let's just break that down. We shared this information. This was the very first mm -hmm. post we did. Mm -hmm. This one didn't reach very many people. It reached only 277 people. And we had three comments. One was. They got the hands up. They're like praising. They're like, yeah. Mm -hmm. The next one is. I just got back from a protest. So many well wishes and honks. Devastating and sad is what our country looks like. That was just the first post. The second post we did, we got a violation. And mm -hmm. that was the one where we were trying to get out the message of a high school students that education purposes of you know yep what to got shut down got violated they were like nope we're removing your shit and if you have to remove our shit 
it's going on. It's happening. And again, I'm going to remind you because I like to remind you in a lot of our podcasts, if it's so easy to remove our posts, remove the fucking pedophiles off the internet. Thanks. Okay. Move on. So the next post that we did is the, is the one that we're going to go over the comments. So I'm going to kind of skip over that one. Mm-hmm. So we did, a, we did a last post that was of a, a gentleman, an older gentleman. Duetting it. And we were du- duetting it. On the top of his hat, it says GOP sucks. Woo! <laughs> and he, the gist of his story is basically our politicians are scared of NRA, the NRA, basically, right? Because, and it's all a money thing, basically. Is the it's just always a the money state. thing. Mm-hmm. At, at this point, what we've discovered, and I think, like, with starting this podcast, we definitely started diving into information I don't think we've ever dived into before we started this podcast. Mm-hmm. So now we are just well aware of all this information, and it is so bad. It is very bad. <clears throat> One person had commented on this and I'm going to just bring this to light because this is this is what we are standing for. This is what is happening. These are what people are screaming for. Wake up America. Innocent people are dying because we don't have gun control. If you don't want to believe us or if you don't want to listen to us, listen to the families that have lived it because listening to them will break your mother freaking heart. And it you, it's not hard to find those videos or footage of them going and trying to fight for their children. It Listen to them because <clears throat> that's what matters. And that's what matters to make this change. Listen to them. It's happened to them. So we're going to go ahead and play the whole sound of one of the posts that we did that got a lot of comments. I think it has 46 comments and we're going to go ahead and read them. Well, we're going to read some of them. Yeah, we'll, we'll read some of them. We won't read all of them. And we're going to go ahead and um, play for you. This is Steve Kerr. Yes. He is a uh, basketball coach. Um, And he is been, in the NBA for a long time. So um, it's his take on gun control and talking to Congress. And are we going to do something? I'm tired. I'm, I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to, to the devastated families that are out there. I'm so tired of the, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm tired of the moments of silence. Enough. Mitch McConnell, I ask all of you senators who refuse to do anything about the violence and school shootings and supermarket shootings, I ask you, are you going to put your own desire for power ahead of the lives of our children and our elderly and our churchgoers? Because that's what it looks like what we do every week so i'm fed up i've had enough we're going to play the game tonight 
but I want every person here, every person listening to this, to think about your own child or grandchild or mother or father or sister or brother. How would you feel if this happened to you today? That was the post that we did. So we did a duet, and that one is the one that got multiple, multiple comments on it. So we are going to be going over these comments with you guys. So let's just start. So, yes, they are. They don't give a fuck about anyone's children, not even our own. All that matters is money. If they stop spending billions of dollars on war, they will have lots of money and resources to help safeguard the children. Person puts never. Someone put yes. This grandma is a hundred with, with them. Enough is enough. Our children deserve better. They wear pins on their suits of guns. Dot, dot, dot. No, they aren't going to do anything because they don't give a fuck about anything but money. What's gun control going to do? People who murder aren't going to stop killing people because guns are illegal. Well, I mean, it's people like this why we can't have any change, right? Yep. So you're going to hear all narratives. Come take them if you're brave enough. Oh, well, that's a great one. This comment, I particularly wanted to pick out and say something about it because to say, come take them if you're brave enough, that attitude and mentality is a very big indication of why you should not have a gun. That's a threat. That is an open threat. And you just sound like a little boy or a little child who doesn't know shit. Just saying. Why can't we protect kids like our money, airports, or sports venues? I mean, why can't we? Gun control, in in quotations, is what our government wants. We already have it, geniuses. How do airports have scanners and schools do not? We are all tired and angry. Enough is enough. It's because nothing has happened to their kids. If it does, then things will change. Bring back the nuclear family and SS. And all handouts. Supermarket shootings. Oh, I see. He's not worried about the shootings that happened every day by. We don't know. Just well, and if if they would have listened to the whole thing, Mm -hmm. he did include everybody. It's okay when they have people with gun protection. Guess since people run through parade, we got to ban cars. What? That's such an 
naive, dumb thing to say when there is a very ongoing issue and to try to not politically, yes, the same thing is still horrible, but when it is a nonstop act of violence that has been happening that needs to be made change of, the amount that has happened, that is what we are trying to change. The answer is yes. They will continue to put their power before they put the people first. If they cared, we would have had gun control years ago. I mean, we can go on and on and on. Why don't you just point out a couple more there, Joel? Because, I mean, there was a whole bunch of uh, comments. Nice performance, but we don't give a fuck what you think. Mentally ill Democrats killing our kids doesn't equal taking our guns. Yawn. Oh, my Lanta. He's just another actor. He's tired of it. Ah, his feelings. So those kind of comments. The whole thing that what people don't understand is still, yes, he has a celebrity stance, but he is still a person. He has opinions. He has views. And his views are not wrong. He wants change. Yeah. What the fuck's the difference? Like, what's the difference between a president or a congressman? You're going to fucking go for them. You're going to be like, yeah, woo them. Yet their life is more cushioned than anybody else's. I don't know. I think. I'm just going to keep going. Someone put, <coughs> someone put Biden dot dot dot. And I'm like, what does Biden have to do with this? Because like, cool. Yeah, he's our president now. But like this issue has been going on for fucking years. So blame every fucking president that's been before, too. Thoughts and prayers doesn't save lives. Enough's enough. And within those comments, people replied and commented as well. But I'm not going to get into those. I'm just doing the yeah. regular. Yeah, some people on there were like having our backs and um, was replying back and replying back. and Yes. <clears throat> so what I got to say about any of those comments is... Yes, enough's enough. So comment enough's enough, but also put action behind Correct. enough's enough. So at least people can say, oh, Steve Kerr, actor, he's rich. He what it what what does it matter what he says? At least he has a standing of power. More so than maybe me and my mom do. And he had a platform and he used it. Unlike some other people. Okay. Right. So before you want to say, oh, he's rich. Oh, he blah, 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 blah. Yes. Cool. He may have a more cushioned life than other people, but he used his platform to talk about something that is important and that needs to have change. Correct. Correct. 100% correct. Instead of talking about basketball, he talked about what is the problem in America and he wants change. One person, one, one of us is not going to make a difference. No. The only way we're going to make a difference is for us to come together as a whole. Come together as a whole. So what does that mean? We have to make this change. Because, number one, 
you can chalk everything up to mental illness. Let's talk about a mental illness. Right now, they've cut everything to where we don't have the resources for the mental illness. Yeah, they always want to throw mental illness in your face and they want to say, oh, this is the problem. This is the problem. Well, if this is the problem, again, do something about it. Be more productive about it because you know what? You have failed. You have failed Americans over and over and over again within the mental health care system. Over and over again, where everyday Americans cannot get the proper mental health care that they need. Correct. So go ahead and keep sitting there saying that because there's the fail right there. And then the other fail is not passing laws that need to happen to make change within our cities, our counties, our states. And actually reinforcing the laws that are there, Mm -hmm. making people accountable for the laws that we have already in effect. So it's one thing to pass laws, but the laws that we already have need to be reinforced. There should be consequences for the actions. End of story. And I think that everyday Americans need to sit back and get their priorities straight on what is actually a priority because what I think you guys are forgetting is we were once children too, right? We need to do better for the children now because they're going to become adults like we are. And what is going to, and what is going to happen to those children because they've suffered for so much PTSD, so much of all of this in their face mm-hmm. over and over and over again. A child shouldn't have to deal with this. Do you remember dealing with it? I don't remember dealing with it. Um, you would, you'd be the younger one, you know, but I don't remember you ever having to deal with this. Um, yes and no. So yes. Um, there were school shootings happening when I was in school. Um, but there also was separate shootings that were happening outside yeah. of my school that were happening within other places in this world <clears throat> that we can keep talking about too as well. Um, I was in high school and one of the places that me and my partner and our friends at the time we all went to was the mall and we just so happened to we we always this the same day we would always go there and meet up after school and get food just walk around and do that's just what we did that same day that we decided that day not to go there was a shooting that happened at the mall in the same area that we would have been but the thing that i have to say is that there's all different types of social media now and Yet I may not have my kids on social media. There are children that are still on social media. They're going to see it. And when I was a teenager, I didn't, I didn't see videos of shootings. I didn't see nonstop of like, oh, we released the body cam footage of the shooting. Here it is. Like we, I, I didn't really see that. And now it's everywhere. It's like it's a new normal for us to see this stuff. Mm-hmm. 
and to hear it. And so that's why I say yes and no, because I feel like it's always happened. Mm -hmm. But I feel like our news media outlets are kind of glamorizing it, Mm -hmm. where they're shoving it in your faces, where it's like a new normal, where it's almost something that should be kept private. Right. There's families involved. Correct. That's very. There's there's students that are involved that had to go through it. But everybody just has that want and want and want and no sense of privacy. No. Because we have these social media platforms, I feel like people think it gives them the right to ask for more always. And whether or not it may be a scenario like this or it just may be a private person like us, like where we have our platform where they're like asking for more. And it's like, no, like you don't need to know. Yeah. Like some stuff needs to be kept because for other people's peace of mind and their mental health. So that's why it's like, honestly, it also is happening more and more. Shootings are happening more and more in a rapid rate. Right. Then I could ever remember. So we need to, we need to act now. How can you act now? Number one, you can get a hold of your representative, find out within your district who you have to talk to. You have to start at the bottom. Um, take that time. If this is important to you, what you do is you take action. And honestly, <clears throat> the best thing to do, because I have anxiety and I have all this stuff. The best thing to do is link up with people who feel the same way you do. So that way it doesn't get in the way of your anxiety because then that way you can talk about it. You guys can make a movement with it. You guys just band together and do it. Just talk, keep talking and talking and talking, spreading awareness. That is huge key as well, because I feel like banding together with like-minded people, we can make change. Correct. Other things that uh, you can do is talk to your school districts, mm-hmm. talk to your school, figure out a plan. Ask how involved the schools are with these plans that are, if, if, and if it happens, how, how, all, like all the questions, the how, what, what do you guys do? Like get involved. Get involved. Because at, in the beginning of the day, you're sending your child to school. You're trusting them in other people's hands. Correct. So if you don't feel comfortable sending your child to school, we are with you. Don't send your child to school. You don't have to. You can homeschool Mm -hmm. if you have those resources. There are resources out there in every area that you can homeschool your children. And I feel like I have to squash something. This, This maybe should have been brought up beforehand I kind of said something about it too but um there there isn't a certain target on anyone's back so there's not a certain target on any community so I'm not going to say there's not a target on any religious community there is definitely targets on other communities backs But there is not, for gun violence purposes, there is not a community that is is exempt from gun violence. 
So I just have to say that and squash that now. So it's not like one specific group is targeted. It can happen anywhere and it can happen at any time, any place. So I have to let that be known because <clears throat> there's some some people who think that they're just specifically targeted. Before we switch um, topics right before the end of our show here that we're going to cover, I'm, I just want to take a moment of how proud I am of Gen Z right now. Fuck yeah. Let your voice be heard. And we I, will, if you send it to us, you're not getting heard. We will help push it out there for you. And I've said this, um, I don't think I've said this in the podcast, but I've said this to you. Mm -hmm. I've said this to people in my, in my circle. If it's not going to be my generation, it's definitely going to be Gen Z that's going to kick them in the ass because right. their voices are so powerful. And they are and they they're, are coming together. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what they... It, they are coming together, making a movement, and what you can see is that the government is scared and they've tried to shut them out. And it's not going to work. There's too many of them. We all need to be looking at gen z mm -hmm. do you know why they've never they've never not been in crisis think about that they've always been in flight mode yep and enough is enough enough is enough mm -hmm. you have to think about that and they their voices are getting louder i mean i saw them at the capitol and that's why we have to back their voices yeah I saw them at the Capitol. They weren't meaning any harm. They were saying, do your job. Do your job. Protect us. And I... People are supposed... People, kids are supposed to be more important than guns. And they were, they were there. And they showed up. I gotta say this. If... If... If human life is so important to everyone, which it is, then really make that be known that every single American human life matters. Because y'all don't act like it. Y'all act like it before they're born. You don't act like it after. That's right. You don't fight for them after. You fight for them before, but you, you fucking give up after. That's right. So you talk a big talk, but you ain't backing it up. So right. if you really, really, truly care about American lives, really actually do something. I'm going to take action. Are you going to take action? To One sure? billion percent. That's right. So you got to remember before all of this, um, before this happened, right before then, who was in Congress? Who was going up in Congress? Who were they calling on? Because everybody, everything gets shifted so much of, boom, this is in your face. Boom, this is in your face. Boom, boom, boom. Mm -hmm. My biggest example to you is there's this gentleman that goes out and interviews these people, asks this that's this guy. Goes to rallies. Goes to rallies. And he says, 
or how many children have died from going to a drag show? To a drag show. Oh, my Atlanta. He goes, oh, I don't know. I don't know. How many people have died from gun, 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 gun violence? Mm-hmm. And I just felt more stupider for listening to that whole conversation. Oh, for sure. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, sorry. for one, to hear the number was disturbing of how many. Mm-hmm. And then for him to rebuttal and turn back and go, well, I'm pretty sure that 100,000 children have died at drag shows. Oh, my Atlanta. You, okay. Okay. Number one, children can't go to drag shows. That's right. Okay. Like, you got to be old enough now, to. Now, now. And for two... What you think is a problem of drag is only your problem. So let me just, you know, (laughs) rewind. Somebody who dresses up in a drag and is at a drag show. You could be male. You could be female. Yep. Okay. A drag show is like a. It's like a performance. Mm-hmm. It is a show. They're singing. They are dancing. They are lip singing. They are having a great time. They are able to let their personalities fly shine and shine. It's fun. I've been to multiple times. Mm-hmm. I've never seen one child in there. No. Normally, they're bars. So, um, I don't know what the heck. But fun fact, I wasn't at a drag show, but I've been around oh, yeah, drag yeah. All, oh, around, oh. all my life. <laughs> Growing up. It, if it was me, I would trust um, my child with a, a drag more than I would trust with a, a man. Especially governmental men, dude. Right, right. So, remember who went to Congress because they were trying to ban drag shows. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go and targeted a certain, certain community that has been trying to raise money for certain things. Yeah. Um it shouldn't be a problem for anybody to come and read to children, right? Like, no. right. If anybody wants to do that, great. Come and volunteer. Like children love it. Yeah. So I'm just going to point out, point out something. Okay. So, um, if I found out that drag, like drag queens were coming and reading to my kid, I'd be like, oh, why didn't I get the invite? I want to be there. That'd be so fun. Um, for one, like great. And, I think that's rad and cool. Um, I would rather have them read than have someone say like George Bush come and read. Cause like if we could all remember, I mean, this had to be very embarrassing for him. Um, he was reading upside down. He had the book upside down. So, um, again, I'd rather it be done properly. Right. Read to my kid correctly. And, um, I feel like, because Again, I wish it was done for me, but I feel like being read to by a drag queen would be so fun. Like they would make mm-hmm. it fun and like elaborate more and just like be fun. And so 
that's your own problem if you have a problem with that because they are doing right and they are not doing anything wrong and that's just your own opinion on if you think it's wrong and so you just keep that at home right no need to bring that negativity into this world no need man no need it just and that is a community that is for sure being targeted the Mm -hmm. lgbtq they're for sure 100 percent being targeted right now in america It's literally, we're going back in time. Mm -hmm. So it's like so far back that it's so fucking ridiculous. And I did not think that this year would entail this. Like I Mm -hmm. would think that this, we would be changing, we'd be developing, we'd be growing Mm -hmm. as, as, as a whole. And we're not, we're going backwards and, uh, we shouldn't have to be sheltered anymore. We shouldn't have to hold back who we are anymore. Right. And that is what's happening. We, it, we're, we're, we're getting this information. We're getting these laws that are wanting to be changed. It, it saddens me because. Mm. And so what some people really strongly don't understand or don't get through their heads is people think that it isn't an option. They think it's an option to be. It is not an option. It is truly who they are. Mm -hmm. It is who they are. And you are making it to where they have to hold back on who they are. And that is making them hurt inside. Mm -hmm. And it so saddens me that that is, I have, cause that is my community. I witness it and I see it and it saddens me Mm -hmm. because we're, we're afraid. We're afraid to be who we are. And that shouldn't be, we should, we should be able to be who we are. And that's what we practice here all the time is just be yourself. Just be yourself. And I'm so sick of fucking labels. I am too. I am too. I'm sick of trying to, you have to, I'm just so sick of, I'm sick of labels. They need to be squashed. Well, there's one positive thing is we did do a remembrance of Darcel on our, Mm-hmm. Which, if you guys don't know, Darcel is a very well-known drag queen in Portland. What he was was the oldest performing drag queen. And it's amazing. And so we we did this remembrance on on our social media and we did it in his words. We just, we didn't say anything. We put our, you know, our thoughts that we had. He would, he would go, you know, on his everyday life, mm-hmm. he would be a, a he, he and then mm-hmm. on stage, a she. Mm-hmm. I let him say it in his own words. And we just shared it on our platform. We shared it on our platform. It had over 32K, right? Yeah, it reached over 32,000 people. And it was so touching to see the comments, the beautiful comments. And I don't think I saw one negative comment. And that was one one beautiful thing to see because 
in this time, you would think you would. And I was so grateful to see that we were able to do something beautiful and mm-hmm. in remembrance of such an amazing person. We had over five, uh, 5,000 likes and 230 comments. And 357 saves. Yes. So definitely overwhelming of with such grateful positivity and great stories and remembrances of mm. Darcel and well why don't you how once you try to find community. once you scroll through the 230 comments so i'm not going to obviously read all of them but i'll just like read <clears throat> a few that um are i guess important to us thank you for making this tiktok it is lovely to hear his voice he will truly be missed what an icon what a class classy dame I just know that their reunion was beautiful. Roxy and Darcel have been reunited. If you never went to a Darcel show, you missed out. <clears throat> Darcel is Portland, forever a legend. She was an icon. We were just at Darcel's a couple weeks ago for a Multnomah County Democrats fundraiser. Such a big loss to the Portland and the world. I had the pleasure of working with Darcel at many volunteer events over the years. I met Darcel a couple times and was always blown away by her. Such an incredible force. The love spread by this beautiful human will last an eternity. Dance with the brightest stars, my love. We will always hold you close. She was an icon. We will all miss her. Legendary. A true artist and beautiful soul. She will be missed. That was my first drag show. Aw, it was mine too. Mine too. Well, uh, that was my first drag show. But... Um, I think by the age of 10, I had seen Rocky, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Rocky Horror Picture I'm Show. I'm pretty sure. Well, like a hundred times by the time I was 10. I'm pretty sure before I was 10, I was watching it. I know that was, that was you know, inappropriate for a child to be watching it. But but you know what's freaking crazy when I think about it? I say we've I've seen this stuff. I think I'm great. I think I'm a great person. I, didn't, I mean, I'm fucked up, but that didn't fuck me up. <laughs> that made that dude. I loved it. We still watch it every freaking year, pretty much. It's it's like a family. It's like Harry Potter within our family, but I think even bigger. I think Rocky Horror Picture Show is bigger in our family. Oh man, we had to go to the live show or to the show, and there was no like, like a- our family. Like when I'm talking about family, I'm not just talking about like intimate, like just me and my mom and like my dad and my brother. I'm talking about our whole family. Like when we when we have Thanksgiving and Christmas. We danced to Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, yeah. We- <laughs> like, it's for real. I'm not even joking you. There's videos. And we have, like, we, we have a family dancing circle. And we just, like, go in the middle of the living room. And we just dance it out. And we sing it. And um, it's fucking amazing. For Halloween, when I was a kid, uh, one time we, it, the theme was Rocky Horror Picture Show. And everybody had Sick. to, yeah, you know, dress up like it. That's awesome. All Everybody. 
yeah huge rocky horror picture fans over here yeah yeah and uh i believe because of my uncle and his friends um i was around all 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 kinds um one of his best friends was in drag Mm -hmm. and she was a female and then i believe they later transitioned Mm -hmm. i believe i met a lot of people that did drag within his circle Mm -hmm. and so i mean again i can say like i was blessed to be around such diversity and different people and it's amazing and it's beautiful to watch and be a part of. Um, but some people aren't so lucky to be around that and grow up to be, uh, narrow minded. And so, um, well, I think you're doing it right with Emma. I mean, we heard from her today. Yeah. I mean, I think the, the top two things for parents best advice I could give you is number one, teaching them respect, teaching them boundaries, teaching them to be kind to others and to how to just be. And then number two is to allowing them to be themselves to their authentic selves. I, I could definitely So I, I don't know if I'm going to speak for Emma, but, um, you know, there's the gender stereo roles where it's girly girl stuff for girls and boysy boysy stuff for boys. Right. And I always just naturally let my kids be drawn to whatever they were drawn to. I've had endless of diversity stuff on for them of different things from literally like Emma, when she was little, she liked Nirvana when she was a baby. And then, you know, she was in, like, she, you'll hear her, she was into princesses. And then now she's not into princesses. It's like, you got to let them go with the flow of whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And Simon and I also brought up a good conversation yesterday with her because um, we somehow got on the topic of piercings and uh, ear piercings. And she goes, oh, I don't want ear piercings. And she's like, I don't want to get my ears pierced. She's like, I, oh, because we walked by a jewelry thing. And um, her dad goes, oh, do you want any of that? And she goes, no, I'm not into pretties like that right now. And we're like, okay. And her dad goes, oh, what about earrings? And she goes, no, I don't want to do that. And then we brought up the conversation that we had because he goes, oh, a little while ago when you were little, um, because when I was little, I had my ears pierced. But we had a conversation, me and her dad, that we wanted to make the decision that they make the decision for themselves, whatever's done to their bodies. Mm -hmm. And now that I I like my ears, so I don't regret it or anything like that. But that was just like we've with all things like cutting their hair with the things that they wear. Mm -hmm. Like we we let them make those decisions some people may not like it, but I don't care. Um, I think I have rad, awesome kids. And, um, I think what parents these days need to do is be more accepting of their children and pay attention, Mm -hmm. pay attention to the signs. Yes. 
because communicate and talk to them. Let them feel like they can come to you for stuff. Don't make them feel fearful that they can't come to you and like always make them be in trouble for stuff that is not necessarily they need to get in trouble for. And and I tried to do that with my children too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I was a success, but I tried. Oh, for sure. Um, for sure. I went to my mom for a lot of things. Um, but now my daughter does that. And so I love it. I love that she feels that she can come to me because like I've talked in previous, so she's been bullied. And so when I go, have you said, have you told so-and-so sometimes she hasn't and she only wants to tell mom and that's okay. As long as she feels like she is safe to tell me, as long as she's telling somebody, I I'm okay with that. And if she feels comfortable with me, I, that makes me feel really happy. Remember that we're a community and we can get through this Mm -hmm. if we stand together and make sure that we're taking the action on all of these topics that we've talked about today. Mm -hmm. All of them are very near and dear to my heart. It's time for change. Enough is enough. Be more kind, be more patient, be more understanding of others and listen. Until next time, I'm Sarah. And I'm Jewel. Our show is produced by us. Our theme song is by Comeback Karma. Don't forget to like and subscribe.